episode in this hot summer of baseball, so we have a lot to talk about today. The Yankees had a great weekend. Mets are red hot, so lots to talk about. So first, we're going to dive right into the Yankees, and first off, there was no trade made at the deadline. Did this surprise you as a Mets fan, Cross, since you guys got Marcus Stroman? Yeah, it surprised me very much that the Yankees didn't make any moves at all. I thought they were at least going to come out with a guy like uh, Matthew Boyd, but uh, it turns out you didn't you didn't go after anybody. And right now, it, it, the plan's working out, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, obviously for Matt Boyd, they asked for Glaber for him, and you've seen that. I think it's smart to hold on to him. I wouldn't trade him for anyone except Mike Trout, honestly. Yeah, Cashman made it pretty clear that Glaber wasn't going anywhere. A lot of t- a lot of teams were asking for Glaber. I mean, I don't I I mean, I don't think it was ever going to happen, but I think the Mets and Yankees did have talks about Zach Wheeler and I I'm pretty sure the Mets did throw around a guy like Glaber and just I there's no chance that Cashman was moving Glaber at all. No, not at all. And it's kind of the bad teams in the MLB kind of got hot. And it was kind of really bad timing. Like, I feel like all the lower-tier teams, like the Mets, the Giants, they all got hot, and all their trade candidates, they want to hold on so they can go for it. Yeah, it, it all came out of nowhere. Um, and then it ended up hurting, like, teams like the Yankees and the Red Sox, who are fighting to, to... I mean, the Yankees, they pretty much have a playoff spot secure. You know, we'll get into the Red Sox and how bad they are, but it, it did take the whole league by surprise just seeing, like... Kind of like, because the good teams in the American League are staying where they are. Like, they're still good. But the, the bad teams in the National League, they're now playing for a, for, for a playoff spot. Yeah, the NL is definitely better than the American League. I feel like there's really, just the Marlins are the really bad team. Every other team's pretty quality in the NL. The yeah. AL, you've got the, the, the Tigers, the Orioles, the Royals. Yeah, like from like, like all around, like, the National League is better, but the American League definitely has the more powerhouse teams like the Yankees oh, yeah. and yeah, the, the Astros. Best teams, the Dodgers, I mean, in my opinion, it looks like they're going to run away with another NL pennant. Mm-hmm, but it's, st- it's up. It's between the Yankees and the Astros for sure. Uh, yeah. All right. So going before the Yankees Red Sox series, uh, Luke Voigt goes down with a, a sports hernia. So. It's in the air if he's going to have surgery, so if that's the case, you probably won't see him until last week of the season, hopefully, and playoffs, hopefully the ALDS. So, that would be a big blow. Yeah, the injury bug continues to bite you guys. Luke Voigt, he got hit in the face with a fastball, and he he, he stayed in for that, but uh, looks like this one, uh, not so much. Yeah, it was bothering him for a while, he said, and then he finally just said he couldn't take it anymore. So he was playing through it for a little bit. But yeah, but I mean, from how you guys played this weekend, it didn't really seem to, to hurt you that much. Nope, not at all. As we go to the positive note, as we just absolutely sweep the Red Sox out of New York. Didn't really beat them up except for uh, game one of that doubleheader, and then last night um, had our way with them, but we'll get into that game four later. So first game, uh, Paxton comes in, gives up a two-run bomb to Martinez, and we're like, uh-oh, here we go again. But Yankees answer right back as Glaber Torres hits a grand slam, and that was all she wrote for that game. Yeah, that obviously that grand slam turned everything around because, like you said, Paxton has been struggling a bit. 
uh, gives up the uh, gives up two runs in the first inning, and then all of a sudden Glaber just turns the game around. You know, you guys, you probably, I'm sure you were thinking like, oh no, here we go again. But uh, Paxton, he had himself a great bounce back game. He did, and I think he's really the key to this team's success. Because oh, yeah. I think Tanaka will show up to the postseason. Um, I think it, Herman is just proven he's the best pitcher on this team right now. So if Paxton can be what he was last night and be that guy with no-hit stuff, he's definitely a key to this team's success, especially if Severino's coming back, which I think has a lot to do with why we didn't go for someone. Yeah, you don't know what you're going to get from Sevi. Uh, Tanaka, he's always performed good in the playoffs, right? Yeah, one point eight OER. Uh huh. Yeah. So five stars. and then Herman, he's a he's this is like his first full season. He's never played in the playoffs, so you don't know what you're gonna get from him. Uh, so Paxton, really, that he's like, uh, aside from um from Sevi and Tak, uh, he's like he's like the veteran of that pitching staff right now. Yeah, he really is. So he's gotta get keep keep it going. He can't just have an, another bad start. He's gotta rattle off a few of these. So, game two, Herman wins his 14th game of the year. The Yankees is bashed up on the Red Sox. Chris Sale throws a, a bitch fits. He's punching himself in the head, screaming at the ump, letting the, the fans get in his head. And, oof, he's having a rough year. 5-12 and 12 now, I think. Yeah, he really lost his cool at the end of that game. Um, And y- y- we thought for a moment, like, couple months back that he was snapping out of it and coming back to his normal self but he's had like three good games yeah and then just it's just he's back to how he was at the beginning of the season it's real like Chris Sale I never thought I would ever see a year like this from him he's just been not good the entire season yeah not at all right after he got that huge contract too so and like the it's going into the year like that's the only guy the Red Sox could really rely as rely on as their best pitcher because you know you never know what you're gonna get from uh, David Price. He's always on and off. So just seeing Chris Sale uh, pitch like this, it, it's really it's really weird because it's weird and it's it's a lot to do with their struggles. They don't have that ace leading their stats. Yeah, not at all. So game three, also known uh, actually going to Encarnacion first. Uh, gets hit on the wrist, and unfortunately, in the eighth inning, and fractured his wrist. Basically, the same thing that happened to Judge last year. So, same thing as Boyd. Looks like he won't be back until the playoffs. Yeah, that's stupid. They, uh, I saw they, they had that stupid parrot, parrot in the dugout with like a, with like a, his wrist wrapped up. Oh, don't, don't talk about Eddie the Parrot like that. So, so Eddie the Parrot. No, Eddie the Parrot is a, a member of the Yankees. <laughs> <laughs> is he gonna? Is he gonna replace Encarnacion? I hope so, but I'll get into Mike Ford in a little bit. Remember this name, people, Mike Ford. So, we go out in game three, and Mike Talkman comes up clutch in the seventh inning in a 4-4 game, makes it 6-4, Glaber hit two tanks, and Chapman comes out, and Chapman's really been struggling of late, but... He looks like he, he was getting back to his usual self as he just made the Sox look silly in that ninth inning. Yeah, um, Michael Talkman, when he's played this year, he's he's been hitting. and that's... He's a very good baseball player. He's hitting two ninety five. He has a multi-home run game tonight. I think that puts him up to 10 now. His, uh, he has like some stat that's like up there, what, like top three. I know he has like a higher war than Harper. 
I know that was a stat. Yeah, that just goes to show how like the the top teams in baseball they know how to develop players in the minor leagues. If Michael Tauchman was on the Mets right now, he'd be in he'd be in Single A. Fucking. I know. Well, we 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 got him from the Rockies. Uh, the last day of spring training. Oh, so I mean, so he's you 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 guys got him this off season. I thought he was on the team last year as well. No, no, we got him like March twenty eighth. Oh wow! No, like March twenty fifth, something like that. So yeah, and I'm sure he wasn't like a top prospect with the Rockies, was he? No, he wasn't. He wasn't a top prospect. We traded like a minor league mm-hmm. pitcher for him, like a, a single A, double A player. Mm-hmm. He's like this version of Voight, and Cashman just continues to do it, going back from Didi to Voight. Now looks like Talkman's the next one, Urshela. It's just incredible. Yeah, and you got the the. The your depth is proving to be uh, the strong suit of the team. Exactly. So I've been able to hold it together. Um, but we weren't able to do that last year. But game four, the struggling judge finally comes out of it with a bomb off David Price. And Gio Urshela hits a tank. And then he had a little rough at-bat later in the game. But the Yankees just beat up on Price for seven runs. And... It was deja vu all over for him at the Yankee Stadium. Yeah, Price just can't seem to beat the Yankees in the uh, in the big games. Yeah, not in the big games, and the only win he has at Yankee Stadium, uh, I was there for this uh, May, so <laughs> that's, that's the only win he's ever had at Yankee Stadium. That's the Red Sox. That must have got under your skin a bit. It was yeah, it was rainy too. Well, they were beating us like seven to one, and we we lost like seven five, so. It was definitely a tease, and that was the game that Clint missed the the grounder, or the the ball in right field. Oh, uh, so that was that was just a rough game. That was a rough game. So, well, let me ask you this: the Boston Red Sox, we got seven weeks left, and they're six and a half out of the second wild card. Are they done, or done. are they dead? Done. They're done. Put a fork in them. Like put tiki oil on the coffin. They're dead. Like. Yeah, like uh, the. The pitching has killed them the entire season. They didn't go out and get anyone. They, they didn't go out and get Diaz. They didn't go out and get Vasquez. They didn't go out and get Giles. They well, didn't go out and get Hand. No one. Well, in their position, I guess their defense is what we won the World Series last year. But, I mean, you also lost look your— look at the Astros. Yeah. They, they went to improve. The mm-hmm. Red Sox, come on. If they were all like, oh, they were all talking like, oh, we're going to repeat. We're going to repeat. No, I mean— this is they're almost as bad as the freaking '98 Marlins. Yeah, but and also, how could you say that you're the same team last year when you lose your setup man and your closer? Like, you could you could have the lead up until the seventh inning, but when it comes late in the game, like you we I've seen with the Mets the entire year, like you need those guys to lock it down in the late innings because if you don't, that that that's where you lose the ball game. That's true. I think Martinez is gonna opt out. Uh, yeah, cause they can't. It's gonna be tougher than because they, they want to pay Mookie. Obviously, like he's the. They guy. want it. I don't know if he's gonna resign because he rejected a two hundred million dollar eight year extension. Yeah, so it's. He really, says he's waiting until he's a free agent, and with that, how much money they have on their cap right now? Yeah, they got. They're playing for sale. Trying to deal some players. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see what they do. And it seems like the Red Sox are always like this. They win the World Series, and then the next year they're in last place. Then they're in last place, and then all of a sudden they're in first place again. But like, who knows right now? Because the way the roster is with the with their cap space right now, I don't know how this team is gonna look within the next couple years. Yeah, I know because it it could be like right after um 
2008 again where they got they traded off a uh, Lester, they traded off uh, Crawford, they traded off Gonzalez right after he won the MVP. Yeah, so uh, Red Sox, uh, it's not a uh, a good situation at all in Boston right now. No, and like if Mookie like if the if they're like really bad and the words out, he's not gonna want to stay. You can see see them trying to move him. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure Mookie wants to stay. I can't see him playing in any other uniform, but I'm sure when 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 it comes down to uh, time to make the decision, who, who knows what's going to happen. I say put him in center. Yeah, of, of course. Trade you... Aaron Hicks. I mean, I love Hicks, but could you imagine? I could I see that, actually. Like, I could see the Yankees. Hell yeah. Going... All he has to do is shave the goatee. Yeah. Him and Judge are already boys. Yeah, uh, he's a hell of a player. I'll, I'd take him any day. Yeah, and a hell of a bowler, too. Yeah. <laughs> Mookie Betts, he's the only Red Sox I like. I, I, I genuinely like Mookie Betts. So he, uh, it was David Ortiz. He, uh, David Ortiz passed that torch down to you, to him? Definitely, yeah. But how about your Metropolitans? All right, so uh, the red-hot New York Mets. So we, we go, go into um, Chicago. We sweep the White Sox. Game one was the only really scary game. We were up two nothing the entire game. Uh, Noah Syndergaard pitched seven, only gave up one run. So uh, then in the ninth inning, Diaz comes in with a two to uh, two one uh, lead, and he blows it. Of course, that's, that's his uh, sixth blown save in the year. But then the next year innings, Jeff McNeil, he's been on a power surge. He hits a home run, gives us the lead. Then the next batter, Michael Conforto, hits a home run. We got it. We got ourselves a nice cushion. We end up winning that game the next inning. Um, then uh, next game, DeGrom pitching. He was great. He only gave up one run. Then next game, we had Zach Wheeler going, and he was terrific as well. Uh, so we went out to sweep the White Sox. Then going into the uh, Pirates, we took two out of three against them. Game one, it looked like it was easy going. Uh, we got a quick 3 nothing lead. Steven Match was pit- pitching terrific. Uh, uh, didn't allow any runs, but in the fifth inning, the, uh, the Pirates attacked him for five runs. And then uh, we just couldn't come back after that one. Game two, we were get um we we're getting beat the entire game. But then in the eighth inning, Wilson Ramos steps in. He hits a two run bomb uh, to give us the lead. And Wilson Ramos, that was like up until that game, I was saying, uh, w- what is up with Wilson Ramos? Like the guy, he's the slowest player in baseball, hands down, and he only hits ground balls. And behind the plate, I mean, he just lets every ball pass them. So I was getting really frustrated with him. But then it all worked out. He hit the uh, the two-run bomb to give us the lead. And then the next inning, he got us some uh, important insurance runs. Um, game three, J.D. Davis, who has been batting 400 over his last 15 games. He had a monster 449-foot bomb. The cameraman didn't even see it. Cameraman didn't even see it. That was uh, the uh, Pirates PR said that was a, uh, that ball was has never been hit into the spot. He hit it in. He hit it in that, uh, you know, that circular uh, ramp thing that they have. He yeah. hit it in the top fourth row of that. So it was a I know, I majestic it. shot. And uh, the Mets are down right now 3-4, 4-3. Uh, and uh, J.D. Davis just hit another home run. So uh, he's uh, staying hot right now. Uh, speaking of hot, though, Ahmed Rosario. He's got his batting average up to the 280s. And the dude's just been playing great in the field. He's been, he's uh, played about 320 career games. And if you look at his stats from, from game... One to game three hundred, he's just like been getting better every single game. I really love to see that. Um, he's gonna be 
but in, in the next few years, he's going to be up there with Tatis Jr. as one of the best shortstops in the National League. So I'm very excited uh, for him to keep progressing. And just over the stretch that we've been winning, we, we've had, just had dominant pitching. Noah Syndergaard has pitched 35 innings uh, since the All-Star break, and he's only allowed seven runs. He has a 1.78 ERA, and he's thrown 39 strike strikeouts, and he's only allowed uh, eight walks while giving up zero home runs. So he's been great, along with DeGrom, and, and Mats has been very good too, besides that one start. And Wheeler's showing that like he feels like, you know, with all the trade talks, he was kind of worried, like, uh, I mean, he didn't know where he was going to be playing. And then he, uh, once he knows that he's going to be staying and we're probably going to be extending him, now I feel like he's just pitching freely and he's he's having the best one of the best stretches of his career right now. But, yeah, uh, yeah other than that, Pete Alonso has been struggling, uh, which I didn't expect, but probably everyone else in the world expected it. You expected it. It happens. It, it, it's it's going to happen to these rookie guys. So he hasn't had a home run. Oh, in the next, Sorry. in the last two weeks, um, so yeah, so we're just hoping that he could uh, get it back going. And uh, in the final game against Pittsburgh, Robinson Cano tore his hamstring, and it's it's a shame because right. just when he was getting hot, he had three doubles in that game where he got hurt. And I think that this that's the last time I think we're gonna see him playing a Mets uniform because if you think about think so. it, he's thirty six years old. He he took he took PEDs and when you stop taking PEDs that like that 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 wears down your body like you have to use those consistently if you're if you're gonna like stay healthy so that guy's the guy's body's beat up again he's 36 years old so I so you think he's just gonna Ellsbury you guys I mean I wouldn't be surprised like it's gonna like I they have him on the 10 game IL right now. But he's, is he, is this, so you think his season, no doubt. Oh sad. yeah, because it's it's torn, it's torn. So, uh, he he's gonna be done for the for the rest of the year. And right now, it'd be a perfect spot to be like, oh yeah, let's just put Jed Lowry in at second base. But it turns out he's 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 dead, he's dead too. I mean, they asked um, Mickey Callaway today. <laughs> according to Shredder, they asked uh, Mickey Callaway today if uh, how Jed Lowry's been doing, and he's like, yeah, he's been doing baseball activities like. What does that mean? Like Jacoby Elzer, he's been doing baseball activities for for a year now. Like we're not gonna Two see years. we're not gonna see Jed Lowry this year, and we're not gonna see Robinson Cano this year. And I mean, there's still options out there right now. We have Ruben Tejada in AAA right now, who's batting three thirty six. I'd love to see him be called back up. Give us some uh, 2015 magic. Um, maybe he'll get his leg broken again by a. Uh, uh, by by um by Manny Machado. Yeah, and uh, yeah. So um, and then also Astruvel Cabrera was just DFA'd by the Texas Rangers. So we have options. We could go out and get the ass man. He had a great run with the Mets. You know, he was one of my favorite players when when he was with us. So he's clutch. Yeah, he really is, and I'd love to see that. So uh, right now Conforto actually just hit a home run to tie it. We're uh four four in the bottom of the seventh. So uh, in game one of this uh. Doubleheader against the Marlins. Uh, we took Game One and we that got us back to 500. Degrom had a great ga- great game. Um, so we're back at 500 for the first time since May. Two and a half out of the wild card, and we're 13. It's possible. Yeah, we're 13 and two out of our last 15 games. So we got seven weeks left. There's, I think, call me crazy, because I am, but I think we're gonna make the playoffs. I think we're gonna grab that second wild card. 
Uh, I wouldn't say you're crazy. You're two and a half out, and and the fi- the Phillies sure as hell have a way better chance than the reigning world champs. The Phillies are not a good team. Sorry, Chapman just struck struck out the final player of the game. One oh three. Oh, one oh three. He's back. Man. That's some uh, some major league gas right there. Oh yeah. So uh, yeah. Like, How many back of the Braves? Uh, we're well, we're we're ten uh, games back from the Braves. So, we're not gonna we're not gonna catch the division most likely, but we could get that that second wild card, which is better than nothing. So yeah, um, I I t- definitely think we could do it. Yeah, maybe do it and probably go into Washington, right? So now going into Doofus and Congrats guy of the week, and I'm going right into my Doofus, and we were talking about him earlier, Chris Sale. I mean, the guy just stinks. He just, he's just such a little bitch, too. Yeah, do you think he's going to be cutting up the uh, Red Sox jersey? I think he's going to create some type of scene towards the end of the year. Yeah, looking back at his entire career, he's always been an asshole. I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, last year when uh, Sevy gave up a home run once, he was screaming at him from the dugout. and uh, So, I, I love seeing him just have not a good time. But one of the, uh, when, he, when he just went during the uh, World Series... When he just went off on the team in the dugout. Yeah. I mean, he's a competitive guy, but uh, sometimes he just say he gets carried away a bit. And look how skinny he is. Like, <laughs> the guy can fit through a Cheerio. No. He gets his belly button pierced. <laughs> my congr- I mean, my doofus of the week is the Seattle Mariners. Uh, because they are undefeated when they play Ichiro this year. Well, I mean... Why not? Why not bring him back? I'm kidding, obviously. Ichiro, great career, but like just like thinking about the uh, Mar- the Mariners' like history, they had Ken Griffey Jr., Randy Johnson, Ichiro, Alex Rodriguez, Jay Buhner. I mean, not all of them Edgar together. Martinez. Edgar Martinez. Not all of them were together, but like all around the same time, and they done nothing like besides go Mike to the. Uh, yeah, Mike Cameron. They did nothing besides go to the uh, the the uh, American League Championship uh, once. I mean. And they lost in five. Yeah, and they haven't been to the playoffs since. So, I mean, they have they have the next Mike Trout though. So things might be looking up for them. <laughs> no, because he now because they they usually they just the teams just stink around them. Like Ken Griffey, like you had Ken Griffey, A Rod, and Edgar and Randy Johnson at the same time. Yeah, Jay Buhner as well, who's a really good power hitter. Yeah. Um. But yeah, who's your who's who's uh, your congrats guy? <sighs> Unfortunately, the Houston Astros. It's it's unbelievable. Aaron Sanchez is three and thirteen, and goes to Houston and pitches six innings, and they go on to have a combined no hitter with <laughs> Joe Biagini, who they also got from the Blue Jays. <laughs> and then they go out and get Zach Greinke. I was actually at the game when he got pulled halfway. I probably won us the game. It's just, he, got, he got traded midway in the game. It's just something in the water in Houston. Yeah, it's something. But you, you see how good Sanchez is? How, you imagine Granky. I know. I it, it's going to be ridiculous. It, yeah, it's going to be ridiculous. And like, like after one day of Sanchez being there, like that, and I'm sure that's just going to give him confidence for the for the entire for the rest of the year to just go out and be lights out. I know exactly. Like. So yeah, I mean, I can't. Which, e- I think it's gonna be another epic seven game series. Yeah, Zach well. Zach Granke's gonna be dirty with the Astros. He is. So uh, going into my congrats guy, 
I got Seth Lugo, the uh, National League Relief Pitcher of the Month. And along with Seth Lugo, Seth Lugo, I didn't know this either. Seth Lugo, when they when they told him he got the award, he goes, I didn't even know that they hand out uh, Relief Pitcher of the Month awards. So congrats to Seth Lugo. He's been the only strong relief pitcher we had the entire year. He only had one bad outing this whole season. and It was against the Cubs when uh, when Javier Baez took him deep. And like going into that outing, he told Mickey Calloway that he, he didn't have his stuff that day. But Mickey Calloway chose to ignore him, and he, and he sent him out there. Uh, and uh, that, that was his only uh, bad outing. And that, that was the same uh, day where Mickey Calloway tried to fight Mickey. the— uh, I mean, Mickey tried to fight the reporter. Mickey! Yeah. So uh, going into our uh, Players of the Week, our cross-reading, I've got my player, my American League Player of the Week is Vladdy Guerrero Jr., who is batting batting average of 516 and a 935 slugging percentage this week. He also had three home runs, and it's it's been a coming out party for him ever since the All Star break. Like, I like root for him like so hard. Like I root for him more than like I do for Pete Alonso. Like you know what I mean? Like of course I like root for Pete. Alonso. Like I want Pete Alonso to do great every at bat, but I just like really want Ahmed to do to do good. You know what I mean? Definitely. Because he feel, he was a number. Uh, that's kind of like me with uh, Judge and Gary. Like I, you know, Judge is gonna show up when Gary hits a bomb. I'm just like, yeah, it definitely feels feels good. Yeah, especially Ahmed. Some people doubt them. Yeah, Ahmed, the number one, the number two prospect in baseball when he came up, struggled a lot, and now it just really seems like he's finally getting it. He's been playing a great shortstop, and uh, now he's got that batting average up there. So hopefully, we'll be seeing him batting like uh, second or in the leadoff spot. But uh, I'm very happy for Ahmed. Yeah, good for him. Hopefully. He keeps it going. So, yeah. But I just want to go in more on uh, Mike Ford real quick before we go. All right, go ahead. So this guy comes up because Encarnacion broke his wrist. Voight most likely is going to be out for a while. So they call up Mike Ford, who played a little bit this season, and he's played 630 minor league games. Jeez, how old is he? Like 28. Jeez. And the man comes up in the eighth inning in a six-six game and hits a bomb. Has he always been with the Yankees? Um, he's been with the Yankees most of his career. They lost him to the Rule Five draft to the Mariners, and then they got him back. Wow! But so, he made his MLB debut in like April, and played a few games, went back down, and now he's back up, and probably going to be up for a while. So. So you think he's he's the answer at first base for now? Yep, he's the answer. He's going to hit probably 20 bounds in the next I mean, you look at Luke Voigt. Last year, he came up around this time, right? And that's yeah, that's true. And Voigt was the same thing. He played five years in the minors. Yeah, he was a, he was a, seemed to be a lifelong minor leaguer. I follow us on Twitter, um, at Metsman19. Reed is at Two Sides of New York. We're on Instagram, at Two Sides of New York. We're also on Spotify and Anchor now, so listen to us on there. Thank you for listening. Peace out. Thank you.